Thanks for checking out the weekly Harmony Church podcast. For more information and resources about Harmony Church or any of the Harmony events, check out the Harmony Church website or Harmony Church Facebook page today. I heard about this couple who had been married for 60 years and they were sitting on the front porch together feeling romantic. And the wife said, I remember when you used to hold my hand. Her husband reached over and held her hand. I also remember that you always used to kiss me on the cheek. He leaned over and kisses her on the cheek. She says, I even remember that you used to nibble on my ear. The man got up and started to walk away. She says, what are you doing? What's wrong? Where are you going? She says, oh, I'm just going to get my teeth. (laughs) I love it. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good to, uh, to be in church today and it's so good to be alive. It's so good to, to celebrate our 10th anniversary. Some, some of you have guests here this morning, last night. We had a lot of guests, different pastors, different churches were coming here. And it's just so good to have you all here in our midst. And um, last night I talked about our passion to build a kingdom culture, a culture where people can grow, where people can find their destiny, where people can come fully, become fully alive. I love, when I finished my thesis of my master's, I had this one thing that I really was passionate about. I love that quote from St. Saint, Saint Aeneas in uh, 80, 85 AD. He says, man, fully alive is the glory of God. A human beings fully alive in God is actually the glory of God. God is glorified when we become fully alive. And so our journey has been in this church, and hopefully every church is there, to, to help us all to grow, to become strong totara trees, and to become strong and fully alive, that we can build a community that is fully alive, that loves themselves, that loves people, and just to bring life, you know, everywhere we go in such a broken, in broken world. And, you know, I love the church. There's nothing like the church. The church, you know, it's the hope of the world. I love the church. I love the dynamics of, of, of love and relationships. I love the dynamics of worship. I love the word of God. I love everything about the church. In the Old Testament, the temple, you know, was the church. The synagogue, Jesus used to go to the synagogue, you know, um, every week. And, and the thing is that you go to church, you know, in the temple. But, of course, now in the New Testament, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit actually dwells inside of us. So we are the church. When you go out into the world, we always say here in church, when you go into the world, when you go to your job, you actually are the church. This is not the church. You are the church. But of course, together, we are absolutely the church too. And we become the house of God. But during the week here, it is a dance studio. You know what I mean? It is because we are the house of God, the people of God. That's why it's so powerful to come together as the people of God. I love some beautiful scriptures in the house of God. Psalm 8410, it says, Better one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Now, I love this in the message translation. Look at this. One day spent in your house, this beautiful place of worship beats Thousands spend on Greek island beaches. <laughs> now, some of you would probably maybe discount this and say, no, 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 we like Greek island beaches too. But of course, this guy's comparison is nothing like the house of God. I'd rather scrub floors in the house of my God than be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. It's amazing. There's nothing like the church. <clears throat> I love Psalm 92 too. Look at this. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like the cedars of Lebanon. You know how big those cedar trees are? They are huge. 
They are massive trees. So they will grow like this. Those who are planted. Everybody say planted. Everybody who's planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. And everybody above, above 15 say, amen. amen. That's old age, isn't it? Young, 15 low, and then old, 15 plus, 50 plus, or whatever. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there's no unrighteousness in him. Those who are planted in the house of God, they shall flourish. We want everybody to flourish, right? Tell your neighbor, I hope you're flourishing. I hope you're flourishing. I hope you're flourishing. You know, we want flourishing. In old age, we want to be flourishing. You know, my grandfather, and these guys know that, my grandfather still went to the mission field at 82. Actually, he was finishing. He was also an artist. He would draw stuff. And he was drawing. And that was actually that, that picture we used uh, for his um, funeral. Because what happened was he went to the mission field, but then he had an uh, aneurysm and he died. And, but it's great, way to go. I mean, like 82 is a good age, right? I mean, it's like but on, on his way to the mission field. They actually didn't even finish this thing, you know? And then we used it for, I mean, it's good. You just gotta, you're just on the way, you know? You don't stop. There's no retirement in the kingdom of God. Come on. Yeah. You know, there may be some young people leading worship because they got a lot of energy and a lot of wah, you know? And that's awesome. But the thing is, though, a lot of old people also got a lot of wah, right, Ray? Come on. Never too old, man. Never too old. Come on. Never too old in the house of God. We can grow and be flourishing in the passion that says this. Yes, look how you've made all your lovers to flourish like palm trees, each one growing in victory, standing with strength. Come on. We're standing with strength. You've been transplanted them into your heavenly courtyard where they are thriving before you. Everybody say thriving. What a great name, word. Thriving. Where everybody is thriving before you. For in your presence they will, they will still overflow and be anointed. Even in their old age they will stay fresh, bearing luscious fruit and abiding faithfully. What a beautiful person that is, hey? We flourish when we are planted. When you get planted as a plant into, into soil, you start flourishing. You start growing. You've got to be in this soil. So that's why I love when you are planted in the house of God, in the community of God, you start growing. The purpose for us is to grow. The purpose of all of us is to flourish. The purpose of all of us is to grow and be healthy in every way. Amen? To be rooted and then to grow tall so you can make an impact in the world. Amen? Awesome. And give to others because we are blessed to be a, that's how it goes. You're not just be a blessing to just bless yourself. God blesses you to be a blessing to other people. You can never be a blessing if you don't feel blessed yourself. So make sure you get blessed. Make sure you feel loved. Then you can love other people and you can bless other people. Amen. What does flourish mean? It's a good word. In the Hebrew, it's very interesting. In the Hebrew, the word flourish means fat, green, and full of sap. That's wonderful. Fat, come on. There's no excuse for your New Year's resolutions, by the way. Fat, it talks about fat of spirit and of, of character, right? Fat, green, full of sap. That's beautiful. And so our vision has always been to create in this church an environment that we can grow healthy, fatty, fat, green, full of sap kind of people. 
right? Why don't you say to yourself, I love becoming fat. I love become green. And I love to be full of sap. Full of sap. And of course, full of sap of the Holy Spirit. Fully alive, fully growing up, fully lush in every way. So society can be blessed by you and by me. We saw this last week in, the, in Psalm 1. What delight comes to those who follow God's ways. Their pleasure and their passion is remaining true to the word of I am. They meditate day and night in this true revelation of light. By the way, we're having a 20 day uh, day of prayer and fasting. Some of you into it? Yeah, some of you don't even know we're doing it, right? We had a prayer meeting on Friday night. This is a very busy weekend, right? I and mean, we're, we're so into everything, you know? On Friday, I was so blessed. We had 56 people here on Friday night worshiping God, praying. I know some of our staff and family, they're, they're fasting caffeine. Well done. You know, they're kind of like, they're like, you know. But the thing is, the well done. You know, well done for what you're fasting. But we, the whole point of it is that we are seeking God together. We're abiding in Him. I want us to become habitually uh, in His presence, habitually loving Him and take time so it becomes part of who we are because everything comes out of our relationship with God. Amen? Flourishing. We see this here. Flourishing where you meditate day and night in His true revelation of light. They'll be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss, bearing fruit in every season of their lives. They are never dry, ever fainting, never fainting, as I mean, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And ever blessed and ever prosperous. And it's about time that all of us get established in this way. All of us get established in God, established in the Word of God, established in the ways of God, established in the love of God, in everything that He has for us. I'm so amazed, and I say it again, I said it Friday night and yesterday, that again, the suicide rate of youth is one of the highest in the Western world in our nation. It was again published the other day. It is six times more than Holland. It's 13 times more than Greece and Israel. So it's quite good to go on beaches there because actually less suicide. So something good about Greece, you know. But the thing is, though, it's terrible. So we need to, what, has, what culture have we created in this nation that this is still allowed? That young people still feel to make an end of their lives. Come on, something has to change. And the thing is, though, we have the answer because the love of God still changes people today. My life is a testimony of the change of God. Many of your lives are testimonies of the God changing your life. Amen? Come on, most of you have had an amazing impact of God in your life. And because that hope came, some of you were suicidal and God has changed your whole life around. We can do this for other people. What is the fruit that we want to see in our nation? What is the culture that we want to create together? What is this fertile soil that we want to make together so people can flourish and be healthy in their lives? You know, Catherine and I are so blessed by all of you guys, even just sitting here, you know, that you have, well, most of you, planted yourself here. And, you know, you find when you start planting yourself that you actually start growing and you actually start flourishing. I thank you so much for sowing into this ministry. You know, the thing is, though, we can do more and more stuff. Like I said last night, I won't go through the whole list, but last night we had like 57 people for the so-so training the other day. Vicky Flam, she's amazing. And more than half was, was how many people Catherine started this prophetic uh, mentoring thing, and 40 people came to that, and I think there's a lot of 20 years ago when I want to add to that. And there's everywhere I look, there's fruit. 
The kids are just bursting to the seams in the back. We had to get another building. So, Doug, thank you so much. Another building over there. And we could have the, the, some of the intermediates are going right across the road. So, we're just bursting. But that's good. It is good, guys, because we all are doing this together. You, where you live and where you minister and you work and everywhere else. And together as a community, we are growing and we're building. And it's very healthy. It's very healthy to be growing. So I thank you so much uh, for what you're doing. And thank you so much for some of you who've been with us now for 10 years. Absolutely amazing. Together we can turn the tide in this nation. Join with other churches. We can turn culture in this nation as we become acculturated ourselves in the goodness and the love of God. So I, I will say, hey, let's allow the Holy Spirit to do a beautiful work in our lives even this year. And maybe you're very new to our church. You're just kind of gate crashing the 10th anniversary. And you know, say, hey, I don't like wedding crashing. You know, I'm here now. You know? Great. We love you. We want you. Because we need more people in this army of God, you know, to bring this love of God and this healing and the hope of God into our lives. Are you planted? I hope you're planted. I hope you're bearing fruit in your life. What is in the wake of your world? What are, when you look back, what, what do you actually see in your life? What do you actually see through your life? Is there good stuff that's coming out of your life? Or just kind of are you looking after yourself and, you know, going after your own stuff? You know, the culture determines the fruit we get. Uh, last night I talked about this very briefly. I talked about in Holland. And I love this because there's several Holland. Leonie's is a good friend. She's like my Dutch mother, Leonie van Dijk, uh, right here. And we love you, Leonie. And, of course, my mother and they're good friends together. And, of course, here we have Dutch, a lot of Dutch people in our, in our congregation. Who's Dutch here in the congregation? Ah, oh, it's amazing. Come on, guys. And the thing is, I said last night, when you fly into Holland, you see this, you know. You see this. Because it's just amazing. You think it's paddocks. It's not. It's greenhouses. Because they are masters at, at greenhouses. Because the, the weather's not always that good in Holland, although it's getting better now. So uh, maybe we should go back at them. Uh, anyways, uh, but the thing is, though, it, it's amazing. But what they are able to do is make such a culture in a greenhouse with the right moist, the right soil, the nutrients, the heat, the sunlight, the water, everything together works together to have the best flowers, the best plants, the best vegetation and vegetables in the world. It's everywhere. They're famous for it. Right? So you can create a culture in a hothouse like this, in a greenhouse like this, to, to where people grow. Well, that's the vision of the kingdom. That's what we have. We have this vision for each one of us, wherever we are, as a person, as a family, as a church, to be this greenhouse of the kingdom, of God's love. Then when people walk into our community, they walk into your life, they start growing. Something's happening with me. This is so nice to be around you, you know? There's something about the host, something about the life of God. I, I love that stuff. And I love to do this together. You know, we had last week somebody visiting. I think it's an evening service. And there was a testimony card, response card. Look what the person said. Hey, church, very welcoming. I felt right at home. I have never had such a strong spiritual connection during my first time at a church. Culture. Culture. When people walk in here, yesterday another word came last night, said Gideon, it's going to be like even in Christchurch, not just in our church, in Christchurch, that people would fly in and there would be so much light in the city that people are just like, what, what, what's the city? What's, what's, so special? what's going on here in the city? Because it's culture. It's culture. It's the culture of the Holy Spirit. So when people come into your life, come into our church, something is there and they get kind of absorbed into the life. And we do this together. It's not just me and Catherine. It's all of us together as we become more like Christ. Amen? And then together we carry this and we, we build this beautiful environment where people can grow. We're like a plantation. A plantation of people are planted, beautiful, healthy. 
You know, I'm believing for our kids to be really blessed, all of our kids to be really blessed. I love that we have a whole bunch of families here who have three generations, a whole bunch of them, and they worship here, often on Sunday morning, all three together. Isn't that wonderful? We are a family together. We are generations together, and there is a blessing in our lives. And I just want to take a moment just to honor my family, because I'm so blessed by my family. Catherine, first of all, you, I'm so grateful to you, darling, not only that you're my wife, wife of 30 years, but that you've helped me, you know, to save me in the way I am, you know, all, all the good stuff, you know, and uh, I just want to honor you for standing with me, supporting me, loving me, correcting me, correcting me, uh, sorry, correcting me, loving me, helping me, correcting me, stop correcting me, and uh, no, no, it's really, it's like, it's, it's, I tell you, somebody who finds a wife, finds life. And it's, it's just a really good thing. So thank you so much for being my darling and helping to lead. And lead this church too. Come on, let's lead this church here. It's just wonderful. Happy Valentine, my wife. And I want to, of course, thank our beautiful children, uh, David and Jonathan. We're all here, Saskia, uh, Fabian, um, Jonathan. You guys are just amazing. We honor Jonathan, of course, because he's done a lot of work in the last 10 years to be on staff here when he was 15 to now. And God has just raised him up. Look at the leading worship. And it's like, wow, it's just... Uh, but the thing is, though, you guys have um, had to suffer with us. You know, you are MKs and PKs, pastors' kids and missionary kids. And um, you're actually a fifth generation, you guys. So there's an anointing, there's a blessing on your life. I'm fourth generation, you're fifth generation. And so there's a blessing that is through the generations because there is a blessing when, when we make right choices. And there's a blessing through our lives. And you guys are really blessed. And thank you for coping with me. And, you know, sometimes I'm a bit busy. Sometimes the weekends we can't go away because we've got a front up here. You know, and uh, thank you for the sacrifice that you guys all have made uh, for us. You guys are amazing. Mom, I want to, yeah, thank you. Just give it up to them. <laughs> and again, I just want to talk to my mother. Mother, I stand on your shoulders and Papa, who, who died 20 years ago. But the thing is, though, I, I am who I am because of you guys. And, and your love for, for Jesus. And um, man, you know that my mother, she was one of the first, together with YWAM, where Catherine was working for, and my mother, they had the first worship conferences in Holland. There was no, there was no worship. Nobody raised their hands. There was no music like this at all. It was all kind of dust perform. You know what I mean? It's like really like that, you know? It was really like no, no, no music and no this and no that. And the thing is, though, um, and then we started to introduce, and my mother was the first one who brought somebody from America to come. And because of that, I was the drumming, you know, here I was, you know, I started when I was 15 years old, you know, I started playing. And these are my drums, by the way, I bought 40 years ago. Um, and the thing is, though, I, I played, and the thing is, though, it, you know, my life was changed, man, because of our, our conferences. I mean, you guys know the praise conferences, he used to play too, and all this kind of stuff. And it was amazing, because I, I became a worship drummer, I became a worshipper, not just a drummer, a worshipper. And, and it's because of you guys, I stand on your shoulders, you know, of what you've chosen for in your life and, and what you've given to me and to my family. And, of course, I also honor uh, Opa and Omar, uh, who also are missionaries all over the globe, and their father and mother, who also are missionaries, particularly in Indonesia and all over the globe. So you guys are just amazing. So I honor you, Mom and Pop, uh, for what you've done. Pop, you hear me right now, but I want to honor Mom, who's still alive right now, and uh, we, we love you. And, of course, my brother uh, and, and my young. Thank you so much. It's been It's been, <laughs> it's been, it's been, it's been a real sacrifice for us too, because we were very good friends, you know, and, and, and when I left, I, I broke his heart, and I broke my heart too, and it was really hard to leave. I'm sorry. 
and um, you're just amazing, you know, friend. And I'm so grateful to the Lord because of my family and because the conference center that they that they built, that there was some money left over. That all these years I've been able to go back uh, once a year, and I'm so I'm so grateful. And even now, you guys still support me right now. Um, and the thing is, though, it's been a real blessing. So it was not as bad, you know. But I know that I, that it was hard for you. And I just want to say that I love you, and also my young, because it's been hard when you get. You know, torn apart like this, and you go on the other side. I mean, you can't get any further than, than Christchurch. I mean, this big map in his office, this massive map in his office, you know, behind his desk, and right in the corner there is this little New Zealand, you know. And I thought, who on earth wants to go to little New Zealand right there, you know? But God called me, you know, to, to, to make Jesus famous again in this nation, and uh, I had to obey. And so, because I had opportunity to go back, but I said no, because I really want to do what God wants me to do. But I just want to honor you, Francis, and my young, for who you are and what you've implanted in my life and the relationship we have. And I can't wait to go on a holiday with you this week and have fun in this beautiful country. Amen? Go give it up, Francis and my young. It's just legacy. I'm so proud of you, what you've built, the beautiful center, what you've built. You, just, you want to be an architect, you know, and, and you have been an architect. And uh, the, what you built, you both have built in the Mordivier. You go online and say, Mordivier Holland's beautiful hotel. And uh, what they've done, uh, you, you've been flourishing, you know, in Holland. So I'm so proud of you also. You know, I'm almost finished. Um, maybe the band can come up. The thing is, though, I want you to know what flourish means in, in English when you go to dictionaries. You know what flourish means? Look at this. Flourish. It is to grow, to thrive, to prosper, to develop, bear fruit, increase, multiply, advance, shoot up, spring up, blossom, bloom, boom, do well, go ahead. Come on. Boom. It actually means boom, boom, and actually a lot more words like this, boom. Hey, I want harmony. I want our lives to be boom. Come on. I want our lives to be thriving for God, happy in your own skin, happy in your relationship, happy in your marriage, happy in your friendship, happy in your businesses that we can make a change. That's why I love the church, and I'm believing for my kids that they would also learn, and your kids that they would just find their destiny in their lives, every one of them, and they will flourish. All of our kids will flourish, and we will have healthy generations who are together, loving God, loving life, and do well in society. Amen. A few words that were spoken over our harmony. I just want to say it again because it is so powerful, and then we have one more song and we're done. Patricia King came here a couple of years ago before it was opened up here, and sees that this. He says, I see an apostolic sentence, he says here. There is a shift, but what I, why, because I, I read it because look what has happened since he said it. There's a shift because of what you have cultivated in this house, the family, which is awesome. And this will fit inside a much bigger vision as we step into this bigger vision. And there'll be training, she's saying this, training, there'll be empowering, there will be mobilizing. I'm sending you into the city. I'm sending you into the nation, into the nations. I see ministries raised up from this house and blessed to go and spread the gospel. I see blessing on the dance school, Olivia. Come on. You guys are awesome. Dance school blessing. Look at this, Ellen. I see creativity and a portal of creativity. Hey, come on. You know, this year, Ellen has started this, this um, artist community in the city. With some of the biggest churches in the city, influential ones in the city, he's bringing them together, all the artistic ones, the creative ones, to see how can we impact our city with creative things. Isn't it amazing? It's right here. Right here. Portal. All kinds of creativity being nurtured here. Cloud of glory. I see in the ceiling, 
Sometimes the rain of the cloud over the people so heavy, the Holy Spirit, Christchurch, will be very significant in the Spirit, even globally, as people come from different nations, from the wells that are opening up here. The Brom, the wells that are opening up here. It's just so beautiful. God is working. And Rob Rufus said the same thing. He says, all I see is fruit. Messages of people being saved. I see lots of opportunities and op options to expand, to grow, to increase, and take new territory. Isn't that amazing? See, God said from the beginning, right now in Genesis 1, and God blessed them. He blessed us. And He said to us, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth. Fruitfulness is always the goal. Fruitfulness. Flourishing. Jesus says in John 15, 8, This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. Man fully alive is the glory of God. I pray that all of us will find an amazing fruit through our lives. I don't know what you're going through exactly. I know some of you are in pain. Some of you are struggling with all kinds of stuff. But I pray that the power of the Holy Spirit will just, just, just wreck your life in a good way. That He will just come in and heal you and strengthen you. And even through your pain, you start reaching out to other people. And while you do that, you see, hey, your own problems become smaller. And things start happening in my life. And that we will all become very fruitful in our lives. Amen? Fruit is our goal. It is the vision that we have. And we can praise Jesus for 10 years of fruit already. Look what's happening here right now. Tonight we do it again. Another 100 people tonight. I mean, God is doing stuff all your lives. Look at what's happening. We can praise Jesus for everything that He has done. And we're going to believe every prophetic word that's spoken over your life, that's been spoken over my life, that's been spoken over this church. Amen? We're going to believe it. We're going to receive it. And we're going to walk into this stuff. Because God is building His house. Jesus is building His church. People are flourishing. People are growing in every way. And we give Him the glory. Never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. Father, we thank You for what You're doing in our midst. Lord, You're so awesome. You're so powerful. You're so glorious. We thank You for the love that has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And thank You, Lord, that the river that is inside of us, Lord, behind our belly button, right here, the Spirit, one Spirit with our Spirit. Thank You, Lord, that Your Spirit makes everything lush and green. It makes it fat. It makes it green, full of sap. We worship You and we give You praise because You are amazing. You are amazing. Thank you.